Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. 888-638-4876. If you'd like to get involved at any point, Hurt at Sports Radio on ESPN 590, ESPN Tri-Cities. We'll be on KFOR in Lincoln starting at 9 o'clock. Anna Bellinghausen in for Ravi Lula today. Ravi will be back tomorrow on the show. Um, if you are looking for something to do tonight, how about you, uh, you stop by the CHI? Um, and no, Creighton isn't playing for all of you out there that are like, they played yesterday. The Omaha Supernovas, Supernovas are in action, and this is the word I can never say right, so I'm going to say it slowly. It is their inaugural match. Inaugural. No, match is the hard word. <laughs> uh, and the Omaha Supernovas take on the Atlanta vibe tonight. You have a chance to win tickets on the show. Uh, we will be doing some trivia later on, and if you follow her at Sports, or if you don't follow her at Sports, follow us on Instagram in particular for this, because Anna will be making a poll. Anna drew up. Oh, will I? Yes, you will. <laughs> Uh, she just found that out. <laughs> we are. Did you do Omaha trivia or is it Are You Smarter Than an Omaha Native? I mean, both. Okay. So I'm going to face off against Shane, and Shane is going to be the expert mm-hmm. in that. And I'm going, obviously, I'm going to. I feel like Shane Loki doesn't know Omaha history. I don't know why, but like. And maybe not. Maybe not, but Shane, or maybe he's a genius on Omaha history. It, you'd be surprised. Shane knows some things. Okay, like I got, I got told yesterday on this show. Shane, Shane, what do you think, Shane? Knows Shane? A few things. Uh, I know it's icy outside. That so boy, be, be I careful did, outside. I did slip and fall, um, and that's for a a different ad read later on. Um, but no, the Omaha Supernovas are making history today so make sure you are a part of that. Tickets are still available. You can get them at the box office, or you can give them a call. Um, I will be at the match. Anna will be at the match. A lot of Herd at Sports people will be Probably at like the match. 15 of us. <laughs> <laughs> so come down, say hi, um, and uh, try to win some tickets on the show. Again, uh, you can vote on who's going to win trivia on the Herd at Sports Instagram page. The poll will be on the story. Vote Andrew. Vote Shane. We will pick a winner at random, and you will win four free tickets to tonight's match. Now, speaking of history... Major League Baseball players made history yesterday. Three of them are now in the Hall of Fame. And you know what's funny? You get a lot of Major League Baseball Hall of Famers Mm -hmm. each year, and you're like, man, I don't really know that person. Like, at least us at our age. It's like, I know the name, but I, I, I never got to watch that person play. All three players that made it into the Hall of Fame are people from our generation. No, I actually, I actually know these names. Adrian Beltre was the, the highest of the three to get in. Um, that percentage was 95.1%, uh, pretty close to unanimous. Uh, not really sure how many votes off that is, uh, but there is still only one unanimous Hall of Famer in history. Anna, who is it? Babe Ruth. No. <laughs> Shane, who is it? <laughs> Same team. I wasn't paying Mariano attention. Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera. Yes, yes, yes. That's the what I was going to say. unanimous baseball Zip Hall of Zip and Famer. Shane, no way. 
I want to play Shane in trivia, actually. Like, I didn't drop any trivia questions, <laughs> so we can't do that today. Well, a different day. Different, next week. Okay. Next week. No, wait, because Robbie's the king. You have to True. Be, I know. I got to dethrone um, Robbie. You can't, just, you can't just drop down to AAA because you want to. I just want to drop the gloves on Shane <laughs> right now. Adrian Beltre gets in with 95.1% of the votes. He had 366. Uh, the threshold is 75%. Todd Helton, 79.7%. And... Joe Maurer, 76.1%. Joe Maurer was incredible. I loved playing with him in video games. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it, Helton made it on his sixth attempt. Uh, Maurer and Beltre get in on their first attempt. Big Joe Maurer fan, Brian Christofferson. We Ooh. will talk to him uh, when, when we start the 8 o'clock hour. But three, these three guys, you know, isn't it incredible how – we look at the Hall of Famers for 2024, mm-hmm. 2023, 2024, and there are three guys that that we got to that we got to like experience. Maybe we're just getting older. That's maybe, but the young versus the old perspective is interesting because you know the next the next man on in that grouping is Billy Wagner, and I don't remember when Billy Wagner played, but he was a, a pretty good relief pitcher. Um, da, 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 da. Billy Wagner played till 2010. So he was kind of in that mix of, you know, seven-time All-Star, um, a, a, really good, a really good reliever. But he's not somebody that, you know, is as identifiable sure. as yeah. Todd Hilton. Joe Maurer, know, yeah. A, a, a Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer. Uh, we got to watch Gary Sheffield. Uh, we got to watch Andrew Jones. You, you kind of go down the list, mm-hmm. and yes, you're you, – well, maybe you are kind of right. <laughs> maybe, maybe as I look at all these names, I'm like, I do know these people. <laughs> We're old. Uh, we are kind of getting to to that old age. Wow. I know all of them pretty uh, much. Wow, wouldn't it make me feel like <laughs> I... Uh, you should feel even worse now. Make me feel like I'm not enough. Um, I don't even know if that's a song or if I just made it up in my head, but it, it happened. It happened right now. Well, <laughs> let's, let's adjust. <laughs> Let, let's move forward from that. How, let's talk about the winners and losers on the ballot because I think there, um, there are a few that can be made. Now, I mentioned Wagner. Wagner will most likely get in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he fell just short, and it, it's not hard to pick up a few percentage votes. But I think the big winner on this list is somebody that you know pretty well. Um, who? He started his career in Kansas City. Oh, um, Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran. He looked to be somewhat of a question mark when yeah. he first started uh, his Hall of Fame run. Um, but after receiving 57.1% of the votes, he's about as near of a lock as you can get. Yeah. Um, he still has eight more chances mm-hmm. to be enshrined. And for him to drop off more than increase would would. I, I don't know. That, I guess that would be pretty historic to see yeah, somebody Yeah, I don't, I don't think that would happen. Um, now, the sign-stealing scandal has been, you know, attached to his name a little bit, which, you know, the baseball writers love to attach things to people because I think the biggest loser on this list is Gary Sheffield because mm-hmm. um, now he's in Hall of Fame purgatory. Um, you know, his only chance of making it into the Hall of Fame now is a special selection committee uh, years from now. But when I talk about, you know, the baseball writers can really like attach just uh, detrimental things to to your name. Gary Sheffield popped up on the Mitchell report, or he was at least mentioned on the Mitchell report, but he was never suspended for PED use. 
And I think that's an important distinct, distinction, but it's, it's not what's actually being talked about. It's just mm-hmm. like they found his name there. Sure. And that's a huge reason why he's not in the Hall of Fame. And I, I think that right there makes him one of the biggest losers of his 10th and final year on the ballot. Yeah falling short at 63.9% because I don't think that should be the case. If he was actually, uh, if he actually failed a test, then yes, I can see why the old heads don't want him in. Now, granted, I think Barry Bond should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think A-Rod Go should off. be in the Hall of Fame. I Go think Roger off. Clemens should there, be There's always the got to be a fall guy, though. The, in the Mitchell Report, I mean, you've had several far, fall guys in there. Yeah, and you know what? If that's the case, then that's the case. I can still think that these guys should be Hall of Famers. But for somebody that didn't actually fail a, tet- right. a, a test, but was accused, that, that, is, that is something that but needs think to about be a, a, a so-called distinction. When you're voting, though, that little minuscule detail would put somebody else over him, like every time. And I think that's probably what happened the 10 times he's been on this ballot, that whoever's voting sees a name that is like, oh, those, these guys are pretty even, but, oh, this guy might have, you know, had performance-enhancing drugs. Maybe didn't, maybe not, depending on whatever the, the verdict was of, of that list. But I still think that's – I think it's a supporting part to your point, though, about how writers and the media can impact how people are viewed. And I think the Hall of Fame relies so heavily on someone how, – how people remember somebody and – Obviously, that's not a good thing to have attached to your name. So it can be detrimental. It sucks because now he's going to have to get um, basically a special voting done for, for him to be in the Hall of Fame and, and have his name engraved in in that Hall of Fame forever. So it's kind of it's kind of a negative thing to to have obviously attached to your name, but it's it's a tough thing I think for voters to to look at that and and not put somebody else above him every time because of that small detail. So okay, so you commit a crime. Okay, or you're accused of committing a crime. Mm-hmm. You were at the scene, but you didn't actually commit the crime. Oh. You weren't a part of the crew that committed the crime. But okay. because you were near the scene at the time, some random person said, you did it. Do you think you should go to jail? <sighs> no. Right. But that's kind of like the, He's not the, going to jail. He's just knocking in the Hall no, of Fame. No, he's in Hall of Fame purgatory. <laughs> right now, he's in jail. If that's the worst jail, I'll... I'll take the no, Hall of Fame purgatory. No, Anna, no. You cannot, be, you cannot agree with that. If he actually did it, if he did it, then I could understand your But do we case. know for sure if he did or didn't? No, so that's why. So why was he on the list? See, again, you, it, it's, it's an <laughs> Explain accusation. the list. Explain it's an the, accusation, though. Who's Mitchell? <laughs> it's, it's the report. <laughs> it's the report that comes out about this. So somebody accused him of doing it, but he never actually had a failed test. Oh, okay. That's dumb. Right, yeah, right. Like that's but like, you still that's like you. That's like you. Uh, but I can see why the writers wrote him off. Literally wrote him off because because of that detail. That's like you getting pulled over, okay? And the cop says you're drunk. Yeah. You take a breathalyzer test. It comes up with zero point zero, mm-hmm. and he still takes you in. Yeah. Because he 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 claims he yeah, saw that you were impaired. That's not fair. Oh, Gary Sheffield should be should should that should not be attached to his name. It, it just shouldn't be attached to his mm-hmm. name. If he did it, if there were facts, um, you know, a lot of decisions need to be based more off facts than opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, Gary Sheffield got the shaft. <laughs> and I'm not even a Yankees fan. <laughs> You're so passionate about this. I just, I want everybody in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the, these guys, uh, these guys uh, hitting home runs nonstop. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, TK, innocent until 
proven guilty, apparently. True, <laughs> true. Um, we appreciate everybody in on the chat. Uh, Travis, the old head East Coast voters also fought against Larry Walker and Todd Hilton because of course, the Coors effect. Uh, amen, amen. And uh, Daniel, imagine watching someone play their first college game. That's when you feel old. BC. Oh. Next.